0: drink and dance all night. Now let's talk of diapers and pacifiers and our packs of feeling time. Bottle service with BKP. Bottle service with BKP. Hi guys, welcome back to another week of bottle service. I'm your girl, Sarah Merrill-Hall. Welcome, welcome. Missed you last week. Glad we're back. Um, Today's episode, I'm excited for this one. I remember when I sat down before, you know, when I was just even thinking about what I wanted to talk about in the postpartum season, you know, I I had a couple ideas of episodes I wanted to do. And this was like one of the first ones I wrote down because it is such a thing. I think it's pretty universal to anybody who goes through postpartum, but there is this element of like the, I call it the postpartum identity crisis. It's like a moment that hits you I think it hits us probably all at different times, but at some point you look up from postpartum and you're just like, what is my life? <laughs> you know, you just have a moment of basically an identity crisis where you you don't recognize your life anymore. And there's a lot of reasons why that happens, you know, I, I think, and it's, for me, I think it doesn't happen necessarily right away. It's one of those things that like creeps up on you. You know, I think like those first six weeks when you first get home with your baby, you're just shell shocked. You're kind of just like in this deep fog, just in survival mode that you don't really have time to look around and notice that your life has completely changed. It comes a little bit later, you know, like I think like Just when you start to kind of come up for air, like maybe once you kind of get your baby into a routine, you know, they start like sleeping a little bit better at night, Uh, you kind of get like this whole parenting thing down a little bit. That's when the identity crisis just hits you like a ton of bricks. Um, I remember like the exact moment for me. I had like wrestled Bodhi to get him down for a nap. It took forever. And I finally had like a couple minutes to myself. I remember like being in my kitchen and just like zoning out and being like, who am I? (laughs) You know, like it's just, it's. It's just a crazy feeling and I I hope I don't know if I'm doing a good job of explaining this off the bat, but I I hope, you know, if you're out there listening to the show, you you might be nodding along and being like, "Uh, yeah, if it hasn't happened yet to you. Um, I just want to let you know it is very, very common. It can be kind of scary. It's a little scary when it happens, um, but it is very common. And and even in the moment, you know, like when you start feeling the feelings of like this identity crisis, it is hard to wrap your brain around like what's going on, like why you feel this way, why you feel kind of disoriented or, you know, disconnected from things in the outside world. Um So I I thought what could be fun for this episode is to just go like layer by layer and just examine like why we feel this way and what we can do about it. Because that's the good news is even if you are having a little bit of an identity crisis, there are some things you can do to kind of help get your legs under you. You know what I mean? Um, And I know these from experience firsthand but i say first let's let's talk about the shit show let's talk about like why we even feel this way um and i i'd like to say that the first layer to this is the physicality you know like if you really think about it your body your home like the the place in which you reside on on a day-to-day basis like your body just basically exploded you know like that's like the best way I can use to describe the feeling after giving birth like actually I look back at my journals there's like one word I used over and over and over and over again when I was trying to like explain what I felt like in my body and it was just like I used the word obliterated (laughs) over and over again I mean that's kind of what it to me that's what it felt like like I felt like my shit was Fucked up, like a bomb went off in my body. And I think we all know that that is kind of going to happen right away. I mean, I I don't think I knew maybe to the extent that I would feel like my body was in shambles, but I didn't expect it to last as long as it did. You know, like I kind of expected those first six weeks to be a crapshoot, you know? But I'm talking like three, four, five months after having a baby, like, I still felt like my body was way off. That was what was scary. It was it was like 4 or 5 months later and still feeling like I had just been hit by a bus, you know? Um that I don't think I was prepared to feel that way or know what that would feel like to be in a body that just didn't feel good, you know? And I and I I don't know if this is a an experience that's a little unique because, like, I did have um, a C section, which is going to be a little bit different. Um, and I I know that the recovery is a little bit longer in that sense. But I have heard, like, I've talked to my other girlfriends who gave birth vaginally, and we I think that it is kind of a common feeling to still feel like your body has exploded, um, no matter how you gave birth, and and to not feel great for a while afterwards. And aside from it feeling not great. You know, also we got to talk about like what it looks like, you know, (laughs) like I think that's a really big part of the identity crisis is I remember like looking at myself, like looking at my physical body in the mirror and being like, who the hell is that? (laughs) You know, like that ain't me. I don't know who that is. Like I I just I remember just looking at myself and feeling like virtually unrecognizable. And it's hard, man. Like we're going to have to do a whole episode on like body stuff specifically but I think it's it's tough um just you know it's hard to have this conversation I just have to like put a disclaimer off the jump it's hard to have these conversations about a postpartum body in a politically correct way like I know the things I'm supposed to say I'm just I'm here to be honest and like give my personal experience which when I looked at myself in the mirror I know I wanted to feel empowered and I wanted to feel like proud of my body and I know that's not how I felt so I don't want to like bullshit any of you and try and like give some politically correct you know talking points here like I just want to have an open conversation and I don't want anyone to get mad at me or yell at me in my DMs for like talking not positively about body shit like i'm sorry like i just want to put that disclaimer out there that that's not how i felt like and and the weight like seeing all the extra weight on my body is hard I know like seeing just like the physical changes of like, you know, my boob sagging or like, you know, I had put on 40 pounds during pregnancy. So there were some other nice fun surprises like cellulite that I didn't have before. You know, I've had friends that talk about like seeing their stretch marks and like crying, you know, like all of that shit. Like when you see your postpartum body in the mirror, it is hard To say it lightly, and it's also – it's annoying that it's also hard to talk about because of what I just said. Like, there's, like, such stigmas around this, and it's a hard topic to discuss, but it's real. And it's one of those things that, like, you try and fight through. um, But it – at least for me, it was definitely part of my identity crisis. And that kind of also, like, trickled into – not only, like, how I felt looking at myself, but, like, being out in the outside world. Like, I remember going out in public and hating that, like, I didn't look, I didn't look like myself. And then also, like, when you're pregnant, at least you don't look like yourself, but people know you're pregnant. And then I hated, like, in postpartum that, like, people didn't know that I had just had a baby and I, I, I honestly wanted to make a shirt that said I just had a baby on it and like where I just wanted to wear that everywhere. I wish that there was a way that people would know that I just had a baby and this is not me. Cause like it's, it is, it's a little strange. Like I, I noticed um, even just like the attention you get from the outside world, like this is going to be a fucked up thing to say, but like, you know, I noticed like not getting male attention, which was, you know, like, you know, getting checked out by like random construction workers on the street. That shit wasn't happening, you know, <laughs> like right after having a baby. And I felt like ugly. I don't know. It was just, and it wasn't even just like, my body being different but I also like didn't know how to dress my new body like this is such a thing one not being able to like fit into any of my old clothes so I would just literally like go into my closet every day and see my clothes not be able to wear them and so I would basically put on like sweats or like yoga pants and a t-shirt every day every day and uh I don't know I guess I I missed like feeling cute I also had this weird identity crisis like when it kind of came to clothes in general. Like if you think about it, I wasn't like buying new clothes when I was pregnant really except for maternity stuff that I could fit into. And then, you know, you get into postpartum, pretty sure like a full year has gone by before you've bought any like stylish clothes and all the styles have changed. (laughs) Like this has been the weirdest thing for me is it came time to like buy new clothes for my postpartum body. And I didn't even know where to start, you know, like all the styles are different, like, and I didn't like the new styles. I don't know if this is like, maybe it's it's also being like a little bit older and like all the new styles that are coming up are like Gen Z, like wide leg pants and like all this stuff that like I just, I didn't wear before pregnancy. So then like having to not only dress a new body, but like dress a new body in clothes and in a way that like I didn't know felt very, very strange. Um, I don't know if I'm describing this at all, but like, yeah, the whole having to figure out your new style was very strange to me. And I did not see that coming. Cause usually like, I like, I like, you know, being on trend and all of a sudden I'm like, I don't like any of these trends. Maybe it's just like the trends that are happening now. Like, I don't know what's going on with pants in general, but like, cargo shorts like no thank you absolutely not been there done that I don't want to go back there basically all the clothes that are back now are from like when I was in elementary school elementary middle school like in the, so that feels really strange like having a baby coming up for air and being like oh yeah you now need to dress like a fifth grader <laughs> you know like it's all puzzling it's very puzzling and again contributing to like A full-blown identity crisis on my end speaking of things that are a little puzzling trying to decipher vitamin labels i mean you've got questionable ingredients misleading labels sugary formulas it can all be a little confusing but then there's ritual with their multivitamin for women what you see is what you get what you get is good Guys, I have been taking Rituals Essential for Women 18 Plus Multivitamin for years, well before I ever got pregnant, and if you followed me for a while, you know I'm obsessed. It is just such an easy way to get 9 key nutrients in your body, things like omega-3 DHA, folate, vitamin D, iron, magnesium, and more, all in just two capsules per day. I love how easy they are to take first thing in the morning. You don't need to take them with food, which is great because as a new mom, I know I don't have time to eat in the morning anymore. I don't even have time to drink my coffee before it turns ice cold. So being able to take ritual quick and without food makes it a habit I can actually keep. Their ingredients are high quality, clean, and traceable. So yeah, just no more shady business. Rituals Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off during your first three months. So visit ritual.com slash bigkid to start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash bigkid. And aside from that, okay, I just want to talk about a couple other things that I think contribute to this. I know in the beginning of having a baby, like, I barely ever left the house. Like, even to this day, I really (laughs) – I don't go out as much as I used to in general. Um, I get out a little bit more now, but especially those first few months, like, I just really wasn't leaving. And I wasn't, like, bringing Bodhi on – errands with me, you know, so like Brandon would leave the house to like do our grocery shopping and stuff like that. And I just like, I felt like I never really left the house and I was kind of just in this newborn bubble for so, so long. Also like mentally, (laughs) I mean, we've talked about mom brain on this show many times. Like there's like scientific proof that like things happen in our brains um, that affect our uh mental cognition when we are pregnant and postpartum and probably forever after this I don't really know I'm not a scientist but mom brain is real and like mentally not feeling like on my a game I think was tough like I just felt like dumber um and I also felt like just so one track minded when it came to just I just I all I could really think about was baby stuff you know for The longest time, like you're just, especially in those early months, just so absorbed in like bottles and diapers and tummy time and like all baby things that when it's time to actually like speak to another adult, uh uh-oh, you know, like having an adult conversation the first few times when I was postpartum, like made me feel so much worse <laughs> because I was like, I can't even like speak to adults. Like I can't hold a conversation. I don't know shit about what's going on out on the world. Like I just feel dumb. And yeah, I think that that also will make you have an identity crisis. What, one of the big thing when coming to mentally too like, what was <laughs> one of the big moments where I was like, Oh shit. Like I actually this is this is scary is when I feel like I just didn't feel funny anymore like that was the worst thing like that's my whole shtick like I don't have a ton of marketable skills exactly like my quick wit is what pays the bills like big kid problems is my bread and butter and all of a sudden like I can't tell a joke to save my life like I don't not only can I not come up with anything funny but like even, uh, like, my sense of humor was ran dry, you know? Like, I remember, like, a guy friend of mine was over at the house, and we were, like, chit-chatting, and we usually just, like, give each other shit. And, and like, he was, like, giving me shit. And not only could I not come up with, like, a funny response back, but, like, I just got sad, <laughs> you know? I was just, like, oh. Like, he's, like, throwing out digs to me, and I just, like, took it personally. <laughs> and, like... That's not my personality, you know? Like I just it just I couldn't recognize my own personality. Things that I like about myself were gone, like my humor. And being like mushy and emotional, that that was part of the thing is like I think we're we're extra emotional after having babies and that's just like not in line with my personality. So like I would just kind of take inventory of like my you know this this new me and be like i don't recognize this chick i don't know and also like we got to talk about like friendships during this period of time because this will also really create an identity crisis is like i felt so out of touch with my friends especially my non-mom friends you know like i i have a couple mom friends that i could call and like thank god for them and like they understood like everything i was going through and Again, like the only thing I wanted to talk about or discuss was like baby shit. Um, but whenever I like saw a friend or like tried to communicate with another friend that didn't have a baby, um, I just felt like so boring. Like I was like, oh, like it's a very strange feeling. I felt like I couldn't really connect to my friend's the way that I wanted to. I, and there was like a disconnect there. And again, like my friends, especially like that live close to me, who di- a lot of them don't have babies. Like they're out living their lives. They're out having fun. They're going out. And then like, I just didn't have anything to like talk to them about. I felt like, especially those first few months, I just felt like very disconnected, um, which sucks, you know? And I, I remember actually the first time that I did go out with friends and I hated it. it was like we went out with a big group and everybody knew it was like my first time out so everybody was like giving me extra drinks like everyone wanted me to turn up and like wanted me to be like my old fun self like and I just like couldn't get there and I was like trying to drink and like I felt like shit and I felt guilty about drinking too like the first few times um You know, knowing I had a baby to take care of and knowing that, like, even when I went home at night, I was probably going to have to wake up a few hours later to take care of a baby. And I just felt awkward. And like, I remember leaving like this that first time being with like a big group of people and being like, I want to go back into my hole and not come out for a while, at least until I feel more like myself again. So that's that's real. Guys, that anxiety is so real when you have a new baby at home. So, when it comes time and you feel ready to finally enjoy some cocktails, do yourself a favor and stock up on morning recovery from more labs. Morning recovery is honestly a gift to all new parents. It works by using a plant derived formula that helps speed up the breakdown of alcohol induced toxins. All you have to do is just drink one bottle of Morning Recovery before you go to bed after a night of drinking and let their blend of electrolytes and vitamins rehydrate and restore lost nutrients so you can wake up ready to take on whatever parenting has in store for you. Don't let rough mornings after drinking keep you from having fun. Drink smarter with Morning Recovery at morelabs.com slash bigkid and use code bigkid for 20% off your order. 20% off that is a nice little discount guys take advantage again head to morelabs.com slash big kid and use code big kid at checkout cheers and it's not even just friends uh that like shit felt weird with but like also like romantic relationship like that shit's gonna change you know with when baby comes um I mean that's gonna have to probably be its own Episode, we're gonna need a lot more time to d- dissect that. But like, that's really hard too. And like, your partner, you know, um and I mean, everybody's gonna have different partnership situations. But like, me, I- I've known my my husband for almost ten years, and like, we had like, you know, a very consistent relationship. And then, you know, in these first few months postpartum, like, a lot of shit felt different. And that was very hard to grapple with. And finally, um, I think like one of the other like big pieces of like your life that's just completely uprooted and different is like work, you know, like career wise. I felt so lost during this identity crisis. Like I, and I wonder, I'm interested to hear from you guys who work for a company and have to go back into work. Like, I feel like that's gotta be, really tough, either it's really tough or maybe it's, maybe on some levels, it's nice that you can actually like detach and go and be in a work setting. And that might maybe help your identity crisis. I don't know. Let me know your feedback on that. But like for me, um, I work for myself. So I have to just, you know, I don't have anyone telling me what to do. I kind of have to be self-motivated and like, have these plans going (laughs) or nothing happens, you know, like for long stretches of time. And like for work, for me, like I took a solid three-month maternity leave where I was like, I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to do anything work-wise. And that's long. Like I think, you know, I'm very thankful that I was able to do that for a long period of time. But when it came back to having to like sit down and put my work cap back on, I was just like – I did not know what I was going to do. Like, like I felt so unmotivated to do anything. And I felt like very slow at everything, like stuff I would need to like think through and email somebody and like get the ball rolling on certain things. Like I just sucked at, like I just like, it it was very hard to get focused and concentrated on work. And honestly, like it didn't happen for a while, (laughs) you know, like, I even think of just this podcast like I like had big plans of having this podcast like up and running like at least like you know like four or five months after having a baby that clearly didn't happen and I feel like that's just like my priorities in general you know totally shifted after having a baby things I used to care about just didn't anymore everything just kind of felt like it got flipped on its head in a big way. And you take all of this, all of these layers that I've just been talking about for the last like 20 minutes. And it's easy to look around and just be an unrecognizable version of yourself all of the sudden, like every layer of life is different. And it's scary. It's, it's disorienting. And It's real, you know, like it's it's a real, I think, part of the postpartum process in general, especially if this is your first kid, you know, like your life is just life is just exploded, you know. Um, But here is what knowing what I know now wish I could tell myself then when I started like to really panic and worry about like not recognizing my life and having this full-blown identity crisis and I hope that if you're currently in your identity crisis era or like nodding along understanding any of this that you listen good to this part okay this is what I wish I could tell myself then this is temporary Okay. I know it doesn't feel that way. This feels like the rest of your life, but this is actually a very finite period of time. The life that you built pre-baby, you know, the things that you loved pre-baby, they're all there. They're all waiting for you to get back to. But what you can't get back to is this time right now when you're with your new baby. Like it is precious this this foggy postpartum era that has you know so many layers to it it is it's precious and it's short to be honest like the newborn phase with your sweet sweet baby is gone within the blink of an eye like i i everybody tells you that everybody told me that and i just I, it feels so long when you're in it but like it does. It ends fast. Like I even, I'm looking at my baby right now. Like I miss having like a snuggly little newborn that would just lay on my shoulder and fall right asleep. Like my, my baby won't spend more than like five seconds on my lap anymore. Like he just crocodile rolls off. He wants to explore things. He wants to get into everything. Like it's already over. So I know like that's probably annoying advice because you've heard it before, but like You got to be patient. So I know it's easy to panic and wish things would go back to normal, but try to slow down. Try to enjoy this time and remind yourself that you will get your life back. It'll look different, sure, but it's a process, you know, and your life is going to kind of unfold in a way that you will recognize parts of it from before and you're going to have new parts of it, but you're at least going to like, settle into this new identity with time. It just takes time, you know? I kind kind of going back to their our flamingo analogy from the beginning of this season if you listen to the first episode back. But I know I know how frustrating getting that piece of advice is because it's like easier said than done. So in the meantime, I actually do have a few tips that help me at least get my feet on the ground. You know what I mean? Like just kind of getting your bearings back to kind of feel like yourself again. One of the biggest things for me was to see friends. You don't have to go out or like out to a club to hang out with your friends. But you do got to make an effort to just do some like low-key hangs with your friends. Like that, it, it really does help. A couple examples like meeting a friend for coffee or like I have one girlfriend that I go on walks with. Or yes, even like just going out to dinner with a couple girlfriends, like that helps so much you know like the first time i went out i went out to sushi with like three girlfriends like i felt like a new person afterwards you know that that time is so important to go out with friends sometimes with babies but also not with your baby i think is important too and it's it can be easier said than done but I know my partner was really supportive that I went out and saw friends and he would take the baby and be like go out to dinner and that was really really helpful. So that's something like you know your partner probably wants to help you throughout this postpartum period that's like one great Ask, make an effort to see those friends. You know, even if it's awkward, I did mention how it's easy to feel kind of disconnected from your friends, uh, especially in the in the beginning when you're kind of in that phase. So one of my tips is just to like ask them questions about their life. Like they've been out in the world, they've been doing fun stuff. So that's that's just a low-key tip. Like just keep them talking, ask them questions. Another little tip I, I would say is try to remember like what your pre-baby hobbies were and make time for them. Again, I know this is easier said than done because I remember I, I know if you had asked me when I was super, super in postpartum mode, you know, what were your hobbies? I'd be like, huh? <laughs> you know, it's it's very hard to remember anything outside of baby life. But um, you definitely did things for fun and for pleasure before baby. So try and remember what those were. Like I like doing yoga. Like I love going to comedy shows. And that's a great activity. I mean, just going somewhere and like laughing and not having to talk, like just letting somebody perform for you. Oh, chef's kiss. Love a comedy show. Going on walks and listening to podcasts like that. And that's something you can do with your baby, too. You know, like that. That's enjoyable. That helped me like feel a little bit back into myself. Um, reading for pleasure. Oh, my God. I remember, like I feel like my entire pregnancy and in the beginning of postpartum, all I was doing was like researching Pregnancy stuff, baby stuff, learning how to raise a baby, you know, that's all very, very important. But then like reading a book for fun was like such a, a joyful experience, you know, uh, and and something that's very easy to do. So that's like an easy one that you could add to your list. Even just like going to a Starbucks and sitting in the parking lot with your like beverage and an egg bite and just sitting in your car and enjoying that. Like that is a hobby, I'm sorry, but that that can help you. you. Moments like that are the little things that will have you just reconnecting to yourself, you know? And then finally, when it comes to like the body stuff, and there's a lot I could say about this. Like we're definitely going to have to come back for a full episode on this stuff. But like for me... Working out helped me a lot, not even just, like, to lose the baby weight or, like, feel aesthetically more like myself, but, like, it helped me just feel stronger. Like, I talked about, you know, my body just feeling like shit for a really long time. I felt weak. You know, my muscles were tired. I was achy all the time. Felt like I got hit by a bus, like, three, four months after having a baby. Working out was one of those things that helped, for sure. You know, it just helps you feel stronger, helps you connect with your body more, Uh, But another thing is just, like, having more realistic expectations around the body stuff, too. You know, like, I feel like in my next pregnancy, I think I'm going to handle this a whole lot better the next time around, God willing. Because I know I really expected by, like, month three that I was going to be pretty much back. Like, I lost weight when I came from, from the hospital. I didn't lose another pound until, like, four months postpartum. So... That kind of gave me a little bit of like that got in my head a little bit. And I think having more realistic expectations the next time around will help. And and I say that only to tell you guys if you're like early in postpartum and it's starting to – those thoughts are starting to creep up on you. It is very realistic to not lose the weight right away. It takes a long, long time. A long time. A lot longer than I thought but it's normal and it's okay. And your body just did something insane. I mean, they always say like it took nine months to, to build the baby, to put that weight on. It's going to take at least that long, if not longer to take it off. So, um, I know around like month eight or month nine realistically is when I started kind of feeling more like myself and like, and so that's just something to that's just something to keep in mind. And before that, you know, when it comes to like the style stuff and like not feeling cute, my advice now is like buy the bigger jeans, you know, like go out and buy some cute clothes that are in a bigger size. When I first started shopping again, I was like two sizes bigger than I was used to. And that's okay. Like, just buy some bigger clothes you know it helps honestly invest in a few like cute pieces that make you feel good and make you like feel like yourself like that is the biggest thing I I fought that for a while for some reason like I didn't want to invest in clothes when I would be like oh, well I'm I'm gonna lose this weight quick quickly so like you know I don't I don't want to buy the new clothes I wish I just bit the bullet and bought things sooner to be honest and wait better yet actually renting clothes like that's that's the smart thing to do there's so many services out there now I'm thinking of like rent the runway fashion pass my girlfriend was just telling me about newly um that that's a really good option if you're like not totally sure on sizing or like don't want to commit to like buying clothes at a certain size um renting that is like so smart and sustainable I don't know how I didn't think of that earlier next pregnancy for sure and then finally, when it comes to the identity crisis, look, all of us listening, we do have new lives. Like, that's the reality of the situation. Like, we we do have a new life. We have a new baby. Thing, All the things I talked about earlier are true, are real, are valid. Like, a lot of stuff has been uprooted. There's been a lot of change. But a lot of it is so good. You know what I mean? Like, i loved my old life pre-baby but i i also love my new life with my baby i can't really imagine life without my baby now you know like there's so much good in this new in this new world that we're in this new identity that we're in and it's just good to remember that change is good it's necessary we're growing as people. We become moms. So we're responsible for like our own little tiny humans that we created. And there's so much love. There's so much good stuff that comes with it. So that's like my last piece of advice. If you start to have one of these identity crisis moments, just to remember that. Like this, yeah, this is a new life, but it's like, it's so good. There's so much good stuff that comes with it. So I hope that was helpful, guys. Thank you for listening to the show. If you're enjoying it, please leave five stars on iTunes. Leave us a little review. It always helps. Share it with your friends. Share it on your Instagram stories. Uh, help spread the word. It really makes a difference, guys. And uh, yeah, that's all from me this week. I will see you back here next week. Thanks for bumping along with me. So